Hello? This Wednesday, when a computer hacker sends a city into chaos. We are in control now. Their only hope. Tell me how to shut down the virus. Goes up in smoke. What city smoke? I can't stop it. How do you know? Because I wrote it five years ago. It's like fighting a fire with gasoline. Ah! Who are you? This is just the beginning. It's time for Flashing Arrow, Cinema Geekly's Flash slash Arrow podcast. Every single week where Glenn and I discuss these two DC shows on the CW, uh, with the minor exception of this week, <laughs> which there is only one show because The Flash inexplicably took a week off. Uh, we're, we're not quite sure why, but uh, they did, uh, and that just left us with uh, one episode of Arrow uh, season three, episode five, called "The Secret Origin of Felicity Smoke." Um, so, should we happen? Yeah, we'll, we'll just hop right into the plot of this one. Uh, this is uh, another episode where the flashbacks do not revolve around Oliver. I'm wondering if they're taking more of a back seat, like the chi- the stuff in China with with um, Argus and uh, and and uh, who is it? Um, Amanda something Waller Waller. I keep wanting to say Palmer. God damn it. Uh, it's <laughs> it's going to happen until one of those two characters are dead. Um, yeah, it may be, maybe it's just because they don't have much of a story to tell there or something, but this is the second episode this season where the flashbacks were not about uh, Oliver in China with Argus so uh, and his, uh, his assassination training slash kidnapping, whatever that situation is. Um, so yeah, this, this time the flashbacks, uh, if you couldn't tell by the title of the episode, we're all about Felicity, and uh, let's just run through it real quick. Uh, it turns out a long time ago, when Felicity was younger and in college, five uh, years ago, yeah, she was. Uh, Ironically enough, she was a, a Marilyn Manson fan. I guess I don't know uh, what what the what happened to her. Where she <laughs> changed so radically, but uh, she was about as goth as goth could be, and she was. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. Is there a better way to put it, Glenn, than slutty? Uh, like slutty goth chick, I guess was the best way to describe her. I would say that they made her look like. Why is it that every girl who's a hacker has to be like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, I, the I'm sure, and yeah, yeah. I mean, like usually they do it with the guys and stuff too, but they didn't. The guy just looked like normal tro- college kids, and no, I thought no, it was no. weird that they were like that was her natural hair color, which I mean, very well may be in real life. I don't know. Um, but it was just, right. It was just, it was so over the top and it, I mean, it's something I've complained about. I like, I think whenever I talked about watchdogs, they did that. I mean, I, I guess everyone thinks they have to do their own version of how a girl, how the girl looks in the girl with the dragon tattoo. (laughs) That's right. Hackers have to look, they they either have to be goth or steampunk or something like that. Um, otherwise they're not hackers. They can't look like Felicity normally looks like. Um, it, it was just a kind of a jarring thing, right? Because she looks uh, and behaved kind of radically different from the Felicity we know now. Yeah, very affectionate, um, confident. 
<laughs> sure, sure. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it was different. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, you could, you know, still tell it was her. It was just. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, it just the attire. I I just always hate it when they do that now because it's just I'm I come to expect it. They can't ever just look like a not. I don't want to say normal person, but they right. you know they don't have to be. <laughs> stereotype that way all the time it's something i had a problem with watching the strain so they yeah. did the same thing um uh, so uh so her her boyfriend and and their their mutual friend or whatever are working through like a bottleneck iron yeah they're working through like a, a bottleneck in their code uh for some sort of virus that they're putting together right because i, I guess yeah, that's, what, dorm. that's what uh, that's the normal thing that kids do in college uh they develop viruses and things like that for computers and uh, apparently, because we know a lot about Felicity, right? She's very talented at this. They they devise an, an actually a really uh, dangerous kind of virus, and they, they kind of hack into the Department of Education. Uh, and her boyfriend decides to get a little overzealous and decides that he's going to wipe out all of the student loan in the country. Just take everybody from what they what they owe down to zero. Which would be pretty awesome, I'm not gonna which, lie. Which would in fact be awesome, but <laughs> as Felicity points out, they would get in trouble real quick uh, and real bad. And uh, they pull the plug on everything just before her boyfriend can go through with it. And he gives her some whiny ass speech about hacktivism and, uh, and some other shit. And uh, uh, ultimately... Uh, he ends up getting arrested and goes to prison, right? Um, so meanwhile, in the present, uh, in Starling City, uh, everybody's working out. Uh, and by working out, I mean sparring with each other. They've got uh, Oliver and Roy and, uh, uh, and Laurel and uh, Wildcat and Wildcat's yep. gym. And, uh, we've Wildcat, got... who's not old for some reason. No, and we've got uh, Thea and uh, Malcolm Merlin. Uh, and they're all doing this kind of montage moment of... Uh, of training and then Thea's just like you ever wonder what real like normal people do in the morning <laughs> and that's when they cut to Felicity showing what she does in the morning which is essentially not much it looks like she does some yoga and eats some oatmeal and brushes her teeth and just has a, a pretty normal morning right um, and uh, that's when we are introduced to Donna Felicity's mom who shows up in town who uh, I, I very quickly realized is just old Emma Stone Okay, uh, I wasn't sure if it was you or Aaron who had made that uh, uh, she, analysis. That's definitely Emma Stone twenty five years from now. Oh yeah, dude, totally. She has she has something to look forward to. <laughs> um, this this may be why Aaron liked this show so much. Uh, he seemed to just love. Uh, he's like, you wouldn't care if it was his mom. He he was gonna tap it. Um, so yeah, he's. I think he's pretty. I think he's pretty upset. We didn't get a Felicity Donna uh, like uh, some sort of like. Uh, incestual like love scene or something because uh he he just seems to really love felicity's mom an awful lot it could be because uh she walks around in a top where her cleavage is basically spilling out at all times all uh, I'll, I'll have the cleavage uh, the special oh yeah yeah it's uh, <laughs> the she she wore as low cut a top as i think cw would permit um, and they're pretty permissive when it comes to. So. I mean, yeah, I don't think Thea has worn anything that covers her midriff or midriff all season. That's true. Yeah, maybe <laughs> she doesn't own a shirt that goes past her waist. That's weird. Uh, I never even thought of that. It's like she's Barbara Eden for some reason. Um, but it, it's very clear that the two of them do not get along particularly well. Um, Felicity's mom is. Uh, let's just say they're they're kind of opposites a little bit. Yes. Um, 
And uh, so, yeah, the, that's the whole thing. They, they kind of don't get along very well. Um, in the midst of in the midst of the story, uh, a bad thing happens. There's a, a cyber terrorist attack, essentially, on on, uh, on Starling City. And uh, they uh, there's kind of like a little mini one right at the beginning to kind of just let everybody know that more yeah, coming. A couple power outages, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then they then they decide to cut off the banks. Uh, and hack all the banks and, and close them down and things like that. And um, they need uh, Felicity to kind of help out. Of course, Felicity is with her mom. So uh, Felicity shows up with her mom at Verdant or the Arrow Cave or whatever you want to call it. Uh, kind of kind of by necessity because she's tagging along with her. And uh, Diggle shows up with Sarah Diggle Jr. because he was with... Uh, I, I, they couldn't find what I, I can't remember his story. Like they couldn't find a, a nanny or a baby. The nanny had canceled on him. Yeah. Something like that. So and he Sarah's had with Argus doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he had the baby and, uh, so he had to pawn the baby off onto Felicity's mom while they went off and tried to determine what all of this was. Right. And, uh, Felicity is doing her thing and, uh, trying to figure out where this is, uh, where this is originating and what the virus is. And uh, lo and behold, it turns out to be the virus that she helped create back in her college days. And uh, Oliver starts asking her about the, you know, anybody who might know about it. Obviously, they talk about um, her roommate, um, and she mentions her boyfriend, which um, she insists could not possibly be the person. Um, which, uh, you know, even if you couldn't tell from the flashbacks, it was obviously going to be the boyfriend. Oh yeah, uh, I mean that was uh, some some things kind of are are painfully made obvious, and this was one of those things that kind of went even a bit above and beyond painfully obvious. Um, so they go check out the uh, they go check out the best friend, uh, uh, do Oliver and Roy, and uh, it turns out he has nothing to do with this. In fact, he'd be one of the people that uh, uh, that the cyber terrorists are targeting because uh, they're targeting kind of like these big wig sellout type corporate folk. And uh, that's kind of like what their best friend uh, has become uh, in his later years. So they kind of cross him off the map and they try to think about if there's anybody else that the, the code had been shown to or anything like that. Uh, and once again, Oliver starts pressing Felicity about how she knows it can't possibly be her boyfriend. And she reveals that while well, he's in prison, but not just that uh, he had hung himself just before sentencing and he's dead. So clearly uh, that is the reason why he could not be involved. Um, they, um, uh, this, uh, this sends Felicity into a, uh, a, I guess, a, a demon drop of emotions. I wanted to say a roller coaster ride, but this is sort of just a straight drop, uh, <laughs> into, a into emotion land. And, uh, Oliver told her to, to go back with her mom and to take some time. Um, while they continue to try to run traces to figure out who could possibly be behind this. Um, and Felicity and her mom have a big fight. Uh, and then her mom mentions something about the reason why she's there in the first place is because she had got a, she'd won a trip like for a free flight, all expenses paid to Starling city. And Felicity concludes that, uh, this can't be that big of a coincidence. Uh, there's gotta be, you know, somebody wanted them both there. And, uh, just as they determine this dudes bust down the door and kidnap Felicity and Donna. And, uh, when they are unhooded, Lo and behold, it is, uh, what's his name? Cooper? Something Cooper? 
it's Cooper. Cooper Sheldon. Sheldon. Really? What yes. a nerd name. <laughs> huh. You know what? It's the opposite of. Oh yeah, Sheldon Cooper, of course. Yeah, there, there's. We'll we'll go into these little finite things. I I noticed and <laughs> kind of nitpicky. The um, uh, so they uh, surprise, surprise, right? And uh, basically, he's like, uh, I uh, I needed you to do this thing for me with the virus because you there's something you can do that I can't do, and I need your help. And she's you know gives the whole. Yeah, I'm not going to help you. And he's like, yeah, I know. That's why I brought your mom into this so I can use her as leverage to make you do it. So naturally, she's going to do it. Um, and the, I, I don't remember if it's determined at any point that Oliver figures out where she is. Oh, no, no. She hacks her mom's phone, right? The, her mom's, because it has her mom's iWatch because it essentially yeah. replaced her computer. Um, there is a scene earlier where Ray Palmer shows up and uh, gives... Uh, Felicity's mom, his, uh, his eye watch, I guess. Um, and, uh, she uses the Wi-Fi on that to kind of send a signal, I think, to Oliver, who eventually does show up, uh, to try to save the day. But really when it boils down to it, uh, Felicity ends up saving the day herself by beating the shit out of Cooper. Uh, and, uh, they, they, they hurry him off to, uh, hurry him off to jail. Uh, so after they have, uh, after they have saved the day, um, we get, uh, we get, uh, some shots of, um, uh, Laurel again, training with, uh, with, uh, Wildcat, uh, telling, she, basically he's telling him that, uh, you know, she's not boxing, she's not even fighting, uh, she's trying to stop her sister's killer, and he's like, you can never really truly learn how to how to fight or to defend yourself. If you keep chasing after that, you need to let that go. Uh, and then we get some kind of weird flashy backy type things to when Sarah Lance is killed. And it is then revealed kind of a little bit that Roy is the person who killed Sarah. And then Roy wakes up in bed. It's he's having a nightmare um, and that's where the episode ends. But based off of what we see from next week, it seems like it's entirely possible that Roy is the one who did kill Sarah, although maybe perhaps not of his own uh, volition. So Glenn Which makes sense according oh, to the comics. So there you go. So Glenn, what did you think of the secret origin of Felicity Smoke? <sighs> I feel like the only reason why this episode exists is because that it was aired on November the 5th. Okay. Which is, you know, all these hackers these days, with you know, the anonymous stuff. Oh, you're all, talking about Guy Fox Day. Yeah, yeah, they all... I mean, look, I I live in a sm- town of like 130,000 people. Mm-hmm. And even I, there was a couple of guys on the corner saying they were anonymous with your Vendetta mask. So... <sighs> yeah, but are they gonna do? But are they gonna do a gunpowder treason and plot? Because that's what I want to know. No, I, I mean I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should be forgot. But <laughs> uh, so when I saw this episode, that was the first thing that came to my mind. It was like, holy shit! Like I feel like this was this only exists for that very reason. Right. Right. Um. Clearly, somebody was like, we can do an episode on, on Guy Fawkes Day. This is going to be clever. I mean, Vendetta's Vertigo, which is DC. Um, there you go. Uh, 
so there's that. I mean, we already talked about the fact that she has to be generic stereotype girl with a dragon tattoo hacker. Yeah. Uh, Which up until this point, she wasn't to us. Up until this point, she was... Oh, she just had to be good at computers. And the thing yeah. is, I thought she went to MIT. And no reference was it to her being at MIT at this university. No. And... I mean, the guy is supposed to be Brother Bro- or Brother I, which Brother I is a supercomputer satellite thing, mm-hmm. uh, not a person. And then the whole Cooper Sheldon, Sheldon Cooper. Big Bang um, Theory, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, and then she got hand-tied with, uh, like, the little plastic, but it yeah, only looked like he tied thing. one hand. Yeah. Uh... The fight sequences with the animatronic <laughs> machine guns was pretty poorly done. Yeah, I didn't care for the that. scene where they blew up the <laughs> armored trucks was pretty bad because I know a shotgun does not fire like that. Oh, come uh, on, <laughs> of course they do. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, what was the the there? Are, there's oh. And then all of a sudden they have to explain the fact that Felicity's mom was a waitress. Um, mm. And if, you know, you know, raising one daughter, I don't really think you would dress like that. Um, no, I but she, I a... think she also kind of thinks of her as like, um, you know, because when they're arguing with each other, right? She's yeah, she's like, you know, I'd, I'd say you dress like a porn star, but you take that as a compliment. So yeah. she doesn't just, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's quite that one dimensional. I think it's the kind of one-dimensional of, like, the moms that you see on, like, uh, Maury Povich or something, right? Yeah. Or my mom dresses like a teenager, that sort of thing. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know when they're going to quit the shtick, um, which which is odd, because they didn't do it in The Flash when that when she showed up in The Flash last week. Mm-hmm. But where are we going to go? Why are we doing this whole Felicity is an attractive thing? Like, why why are they, why, are this, why is this still a thing? I know. <laughs> she's um, she's it's very like, Look, you go on the internet and everything, and they talk about like the hottest TV actresses. Like Her mm-hmm. name is always mentioned. Oh, yeah. She well, is she... somewhere between one and five, always. Yeah, she's uh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just... It's so... And like then they, they I just... Obviously, obviously, she's in good shape. I don't, I don't know. There's just a culmination of all these nitpicky things I, I well, had God, with God, this episode. When, when I when I hopped on Twitter when the episode was on, all I saw was people just literally just getting giant internet erections over goth Felicity. Like that's all people like. You know, there there should be no like. I don't get the whole you're not pretty uh, thing, or you you don't think I'm gorgeous, or whatever. I mean, even when she was talking about it, she's like, you know, they guys show enough cleavage or stuff like that. And it's just a little nod to the, like, you know, she's not the prettiest girl on the block, which, you know, she, she kind of is, especially on, on that show right now. I think for yeah. the most part, she kind of easily is. Uh, it's just, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, there's just a lot of things that happen in this episode that, like I said, they're nitpicky. Now that episode was bad, I mean, I mean, there are instances that I liked. It was just like, I really felt like, as far as the main story goes, outside of the end of Roy, like, waking up, like, I don't feel like anything was, like, 
Nothing changed. I mean, Oliver and his sister had a spat, and they made up, and they're yes. still, you know, close. Oh, right, right, right. There's She's a little She's still sub-plot. under Malcolm Merlin's wing. I mean, like, right. no- nothing changed in this episode. We just no. got to see Felicity with black hair. I mean, that's like, that's, that's it. Um, I, I mean, were, I, I've was... already known that Felicity's good with computers. Uh, yeah. I mean, her backstory, she nothing at, was added to her. I mean, it was... I mean, there was a nothing, was nothing to me really changed this to me. This episode just existed to exist. No, I, I get you there. And there's um, I forgot to mention that little subplot, right? About how Thea has this big new apartment that she's living in because she inherited Malcolm Merlin's money because he's quote unquote dead. And uh, Oliver's like, well, we know he's alive. Uh, but, you know, hey, besides that, this is kind of blood money. You know that, right? Like. All the people he killed. Remember, remember the remember season one <laughs> uh, when that when that all went down. Um, so they had that they had that spat, and then they kind of reconciled, and then they had a shot of Malcolm Merlin. I think kind of looking, uh, you know, nefariously at them <laughs> yeah. while they were watching TV or something, sitting on the floor eating popcorn. Um, d- positives, Glenn. Let's let's get a, put on a happy face. Uh, what, what did you enjoy about this episode? Oh, I know we're gonna still go on a negative train. You know, I'm really upset. And look, I, I don't. <laughs> it keeps chugging, sir. You can't stop it. We 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 keep up the shtick of saying Felicity isn't hot, but we give up the shtick of uh, Stephen Amell being shirtless. Like I, I don't. <laughs> if you're gonna keep doing one thing, you gotta keep doing the other. I'm sorry, these are just mainstays. Oh sure. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, pot. I just. I hell. I don't know. I I really like. Uh, usually we think the action sequences are, you know, well done, but they were just awful. I mean, painstakingly awful. Well, I mean, the only, I mean, I guess the the positive thing was, you know, Sarah baby Diggle jr. I mean, that was to me, that was the best part. We got to see the baby Diggle. Um, I I mean, but you know what though? The only real action fight scene in this episode was, was Green Arrow versus some automated turrets. I know. Well, even like, you know, when they they stopped the guys outside, I just, I don't know. And then it looks like Roy actually killed a couple of them. And I'm like, well, I mean, I know he made this vow. Wouldn't he want his other guys to kind of follow it too? Uh, Roy continues to be be just goofy and useless though sometimes. there is. Oh, yeah, no, totally. he, He shot an arrow at the guy with an RPG. And it blocked the RPG, and then they cut to Roy with this look on his face, like "Holy crap, I did that!" Like he has, like it was just com- a complete accident. Like this guy has no control over his skills. He looked utterly shocked that he stopped somebody from shooting a weapon. Uh, it was a really odd choice. Uh, to but no, to the, the ending I I will say is a positive. Uh, oh, they're shit. going into the route of him becoming Arsenal. Yeah, uh, because that is that is definitely part of Roy's story. You know, he doesn't he, uh, you know, he is programmed to do certain things that he does not remember or you know can control himself over, which is you know where he you know basically gets blown to hell and turns into this you know weaponized being. So right, um, well, if we go that I route, think, that'd be pretty cool. Well, I mean, because Roy, Roy isn't useless anymore. Because uh, Roy still has the 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 Muru Kiru stuff in his. Yeah, uh, and he's, you know, obviously, uh, he's there's uh, control problems with that. Although they thought they had 
those things under control. Um, hmm. I um I didn't um like you're right. Not much changed for me in this episode. Um, I still like Felicity. Um, oh, oh yeah. Okay. I uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Felicity's mom. Um, if she only shows up every once in a great while, I'm sure it's fine. I mean, we, what, this is the third season we just now see her. I mean, I don't. Yeah, yeah. They and they can they kind of had their you know they had a really, uh, you know, cut and paste. Uh, we don't get along relationship, and then she has the what you would expect conversation about how you're more like your dad, but your dad left us, and yep. I thought you were going to leave me too, and then I realized one day that you just kind of did. And, um, you know, and then that made Felicity feel bad. And then they made up by the end. Um, you know, that was all kind of, she gets her strength from her mother. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that was all kind of paint by numbers type, uh, (laughs) stuff. Although here's the thing I did. I did really like Felicity taking out the douchebag at the end instead of Oliver doing it. Oh yeah, dude. She totally like kicked his ass. That, that was like the best sequence of, of stunt. Um, Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Cooper is Cooper was holding her hostage with a gun to her head, and Oliver had the arrow uh, pointed at Cooper. And then Oliver's in the midst of doing this speech about how he's going to take him down or whatever, and Felicity just elbows him in the face and takes disarms him and beats the shit out of him for a moment and puts him on the floor. Um, that was great. Uh, My only problem with that, and they kind of do it with Diggle too, is they only don't let Oliver get the bad guy if it's someone tied into a secondary character's past. Right. Uh, um, and uh and something to something to just complain about here. Um what what's <laughs> up what's up with cheap ass Oliver and Roy not giving Diggle some sort of costume to wear? There's Oliver and Roy have both both have these great uh these great superhero costumes and Diggle just shows up in like a, a blazer and jeans with a with a, a masked hood on. Which is the first time he's worn a mask. Like a ski mask. He just shows up with a ski mask on essentially. The first time he's ever worn a mask in the show. Yeah, well we don't want he doesn't want to give away his identity now because he's got um Sarah Diggle Jr. So uh, he's got he's got peoples to protect. Even though he's already been oh, sure, sure. associated with the arrow <laughs> as is Felicity, but you know Forget about that but stuff. Oliver, he he had the you know the one time where someone else was running around, so they're not on to him anymore. I'm right. Jesus. We just need to get we just need to get him a suit with like a big D on the chest or something. Um, yeah. that would be awesome. we can maybe get like a little one for, D-D-D, for big daddy Diggle. <laughs> we can get a little one for the baby with like a with a big D, but inside of the loop of the D, there's like a little JR. I think. Yeah, then they can have like a spinoff show with his wife, and it's called the Rat Pack. <laughs> no, I think the only reason why Diggle doesn't have a costume is the fact that he's you know not based in the comics. So, yeah, perhaps maybe we can get a uh, we can we can do like Darkwing Diggle. I think that would be awesome. Oh, dude, that would be when you're in trouble. Just call Baby Diggle. <laughs> uh, let me see. Oh, yeah, and of course, obviously, the best part was the end of this episode. The the twist that. It was um, Roy, although they want you to believe, I think, right now that it was just Roy having the nightmare that he did it. But I think it's pretty obvious that he did. The reason he's having these nightmares is because the memories have been suppressed and they're now coming to the surface for some reason or another. Um, and, and I think it's kind of obvious, too, that he's probably not doing it of his own volition, as I said before. I think he's being controlled by somebody on yeah, some level. Yeah. 
Um, maybe, so, like I said, if they're going the Arsenal route, all of this makes sense. Perhaps, and and perhaps being controlled by you know Ra's al Ghul, maybe. Um, it's it's hard to tell, but uh, you know, and you've got that mixed with Laurel, who is hell bent on finding out who killed her sister, and if she finds out that it's Roy, and we're yeah, we're in for a really interesting uh, mix here. I think coming up, I think there's a a really big. Uh, uh, an interesting build they're leading to, and I, I really like this. This is different. This is uh, this is better than just the bad guy of the week. This is somebody within their own uh, within their own team who was like a ticking time bomb and didn't even know that he was, or yeah. a sleeper agent that didn't know that he was. Um, how does it usually? How did it go in the books? Like who is he controlled by in the books? Oh gosh, um, who is he controlled by? It could, and it may be like different too, depending on. Well, I mean, it is different. Like I'm going more of like some of the the Young Justice run, where they have the clone, and the clone is controlled by, uh, I think the light. So I mean, I'm sure it's different, but I just I know I mean in general I know with Arsenal like he does kind of have he doesn't have con- full control over himself. Right. And a, and a lot of the Young Justice stuff. Uh, is overseen by Jeff Johns, who um, is, you know, and basically in charge of DC Entertainment for television at this point. Mm-hmm. So uh, to me, it makes sense that it would that it would be more of him being a sleeper agent. Um, and I guess maybe if they want, I mean, probably controlled by Amanda Waller since she's already been introduced and she's, you know, a you bitch already. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me though if they tied it into like the League of Assassins or anything like that. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't. Um, it, it that would make sense. It's just, uh, I, I really, to me, I feel like it'd be more Amanda Waller, considering. I mean, other than, I just feel like the flashbacks of China and stuff would be completely useless. Yeah, wouldn't it they? have something to do with it? And this could be like more of like, well, the Suicide Squad stuff has failed, so we'll do this. You know, maybe this this is more of a covert way of doing it than just having right. these guys run around um i mean that's a i haven't even really thought about that but yeah i want and especially considering we talked about the uh how the china flashbacks have kind of been useless up until this point yeah uh they have not been overly insightful but perhaps you are correct and uh they're they're finding a way to to make it useful for sure um okay so a score for uh this felicity smoke centric episode um well, I'm, I'm not gonna give it a two and a half because i think that that was like Whatever episode that was, where I just thought it was a monstrosity, Corto Maltese. Uh, yeah, Corto Maltese. I'll, I'll give it like a three. I mean, it was. I don't know. Like I said, it just felt like this episode was there. I didn't feel like I gained anything. I didn't lose anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it just felt like we were exactly where we were uh, from the beginning of the episode, except Roy, um, you know, may or may not have murdered someone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm giving the I'm going to give the episode a, an extra half a bump just for the. Felicity saving her own day, and for the uh, the 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 fun reveal at the end. So a, a three and a half for me uh, for this particular episode. Uh, but for the most part, though, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think you're right. It was kind of uh, just there. Um, it, it kind of solely exists to just get us to the point where they do the reveal with uh, with Arsenal at the end. Really. Uh, they wanted to do that because the next episode is going to be dealing with that. So uh, we're going to be back to our normal schedule, I guess, on the next episode. Uh, fingers crossed, anyway, <laughs> unless there's any other <laughs> weird uh, 
weird breaks that they're going to take, but I don't think so. Everything looks like um, we're good. Actually, actually, you know what? After episode seven, um, episode seven of Arrow is on November nineteenth, and there won't be another one until December third. So there is going to be a break there. Huh. That's a little weird. Um, probably for Thanksgiving is my guess. Um, and oh that- yeah. Well, I just it's weird because I. I don't know, I guess because like, it seems like the way Gotham is and watching Once Upon a Time that they take their breaks, they're done by the end of November. Right. So you have December and most of the time you have December and January off and then it comes back in February. I guess it just depends on the programming. Right. Um, all right. Well, that's it, dude. Uh, until next time for, for Glenn Bovey and I'm Anthony Lewis. We're going to be back on Flashing Arrow talking The Flash Season 1, Episode 5, Plastique, and Arrow Season 3, Episode 6, Guilty. Guilty.